Hi, Thursday Night Live. So glad to be back. I hope you guys are uh, well, and I hope this video finds you hanging in there. Some of us are in quarantine. Some of us are out and about. Some of us don't go anywhere unless we absolutely have to. Wherever you're at, we're glad that you can take some time to be with us. I'm going to pray for us before we start. Father, we just thank you so much for everyone that's taking the time to be with us tonight. We just pray, Lord, a special blessing and an anointing. Uh, your presence, Lord. We are being wooed by you, Lord. You are calling us. You are inching us into intimacy with you. Lord, help us to trust and lean into it. Lord, help us to remove the things, the obstacles that keep us from trusting you and hearing your voice and drawing near to your purposes in our life. Thank you for tonight. Speak to us through this message. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Okay. Um, last couple of weeks, we've been talking about uh, planting God's garden. Uh, today we're going to talk about part three of this mm -hmm. of the series. Um, the The subtitle is intentional diversity, and I wanted to make a difference. Uh, sh show us uh, look at the differences between having a farm and having a garden. Uh, having a garden obviously has a lot more variety, uh, whereas growing a farm you just basically mass producing things. Mm -hmm. And so, but God has has created a garden. He's created mm -hmm. us to be like a garden. And so I was I looked at that, and then um, you know when Jesus when God said, "Let us make man." Uh, human beings in our image to be like our likeness. You know, there's there are over 5,000 ethnic groups in this world and over 6,900 languages, and so there's diversity within humanity, and so um, so I wanted us to kind of look at that, look at how why we're different. You know, and God has created us this way. He's allowed us to, you know, we we go all over the world and we create different cultures and different uh, uh, ways of living, and and so um, so we we're looking at everything and tying it in with the garden. And, of course, if you go through Scripture, you're going to see the Garden of Eden, Gethsemane, uh, Arimathea, which is where Jesus, you know, uh, rose from the dead. And so, so what it does is it kind of points to um, the different uh, fruit fruit uh, throughout the gardens that you'll find throughout the Scripture. And so then last week we talked about uh, planting and preparing the soil. My wife talked about that um, and what needed to happen to get the, the soil ready for the plant. And the second thing I talked about was the companion planting, which is a new term I'd learned uh, to learn that, uh, you know, you need to combine actually plants together so that they can help one another grow. Um, and they help you keep from keep disease and bugs and what have you away from each other. And so, um, so now we're going to look at cultivating this, this uh, garden, the plant. And so I, I found a couple of scriptures that I thought were very interesting uh, because it talked about uh, a, a vine or a, a vineyard and um, in John 15 1 to 4 it says I I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser mm -hmm. every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away and every branch that bears fruit he prunes that it may bear more fruit so he says every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away and um, a lot of the translations in the Bible uh, it uses the words cuts off or takes away uh, referring to this Greek word called aro, and uh, but it can also mean to lift up, and I think I think the uh, the definition of aro is actually more accurate in speaking of it lifting up because what it is is when you have a vine, if it grows along the ground, the right. goal is to grow it off the ground, right? Because it's going too to much be, trouble down. It's like when you say don't stay out past midnight. Nothing good ever happens after midnight. Very true. Well, nothing good for the vine when it stays low to the ground. That's right. It was not created, developed to to grow along the ground. It's actually supposed to climb mm -hmm. up a trellis or 
uh, another plant. You know, mm -hmm. if you had corn or whatever growing, it would climb up. And, and so it's made to grow up, right? And so what it does though, it, it kind of connects the whole garden together because what it starts doing is it starts wrapping itself around all mm -hmm. these different plants, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, but at the same time, it's seeking to go up. And so, um, so Jesus speaks of this. He says that, um, that he, you know, the gardener will go in and he'll, if he sees something that's damaged, he'll lift it up. And after he lifts it up, then he clips away mm -hmm. the diseased part of the plant. And so I think that's something that we have to do as people. You know, we have to recognize. So what is the part that is diseased here in our our society, here in this uh, town, this state, this country? What is it that we need to lift up so we can expose what's underneath it and then start to clip away uh, the things that, that don't take belong. away from life and don't bring life? Yeah, that's a really good. It's so good, too. You know, when you think of people that are downtrodden and you think, you know what, I just got to. They're just a lazy bum, you know. I'm just gonna tell them they gotta get a job. It's like when somebody's like just kind of down now. They don't need to be kicked. They kind of yeah. need to be lifted up. It's like you can do this, you could do that. Let's yeah. look at some of your options. Let's bring you closer to the one that's gonna feed you, the one that's gonna keep the vine healthy. Um, I I just like that. There's just so many different analogies that you can use, but lifting up mm -hmm. when things are down too low. Mm -hmm. It's a great. It's a great word picture. Yeah, and that's what he does for us. He prunes us, he cleans us, mm -hmm. and uh, he gets rid of the insects, uh, the moss, the parasites, anything that would threaten our development as human beings. Mm -hmm. And so that's what he does. And yet, he says something very interesting. And he says, and he prunes every fruitful branch to yield a greater harvest. And so that's very interesting because mm -hmm. you, you look at a, a plant or tree. We have a lemon tree outside in our garden. And... Um, that thing bears an incredible amount of lemons every year. Mm -hmm. But I need to cut it back every year. So when I cut that thing back, it doesn't look that great. Mm -hmm. um, because I've cut off numerous branches. And the reason it's necessary to cut those branches off is so that the main branches will ga gain the most of the nutrients or whatever it needs to be able mm -hmm. to grow the next crop of, mm -hmm. of fruit. Mm -hmm. And so um, so it's necessary to take off the feeders, you know, the things that aren't going to bear any fruit, but they're just sucking off life, you know, from the main source. And I think that that's part of what we need to do as, as people. And that's what God does. And so sometimes we look at, you know, pruning kind of seems a little painful. It seems like, wow, wow, man, it doesn't look so good when it's pruned back. Mm -hmm. But really, the reason we pruned it back is not just because it was diseased or had a problem. It's because it bore a lot of fruit. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes we go through situations in our life that seems like a pruning, but really it's just God preparing us for greater work, mm -hmm. for a greater fruitfulness in our lives. Yeah. And so it does seem painful. There's a scripture I found it very interesting in Hebrews 12, 11. It says, uh, no chastening seems to be joyful for the present, but painful. Nevertheless, afterward, it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. So there are times that, yes, we're going to be pruned back by God. Uh, our situations are going to prune us back because maybe we found ourselves in a place that we didn't need to be. We were too close to the earth, you know, too close to the ground, and we picked up some things. Uh, so that has to be pruned away, uh, taken away. But there are other times that we're just pruned just because it's time to now grow more fruit. And so, but yet, even in the chastening, you see that it still yields something beautiful, which is the peaceable fruit of righteousness. And, um, and that just kind of points to a, 
a, a father that knows best, you know, that is trying to do the best for their children. A gardener, a good gardener, knows what's best for the plant, sees that it's being affected by parasites yeah. and funguses and cuts it away and takes care of it. So I, I just, uh, as I was, I started thinking about this, I started asking the question to myself, you know, it's like, is it possible that what's happening to the church today is just pruning? You know, we've been going through all kinds of different things and experiences uh, in the church. You know, we haven't been able to meet in a normal building uh, setting. We've had to be very creative in how we get together. And so I just wonder. Yeah, it's kind of like the healthy persecution. Persecution is a form of pruning. I mean, in the mm -hmm. church, when when Jesus um, was crucified and rose and the disciples were just going crazy sharing, um, at first, you know, there was great turmoil and they all had to hide out and they had mm -hmm. to disperse. But the dispersing, uh, the, the branching out was exactly what God wanted. Mm -hmm. The persecution was a form of pruning. They would, he didn't want them all to stay together in that one room and just be around like-minded people. He wanted to send each one of them to a different part of the world to That's get right. out the good news. Yeah. So it just kind of, it just, it's just so important that the pruning that we go through, we see from the hand of God. Because if somebody just tries to prune you that knows nothing, like if, if a gardener doesn't even know what he's doing and he tries to prune a plant, and I know this has happened for my husband, they can destroy the plant. Mm -hmm. Pruning has to be done a certain way to bring forth life. And I feel like sometimes, especially for the younger generation, they need information. They don't believe things just because they're told. They're doubters. They, YouTube, they'll look Google, you know, it's funny, new, young physicians, they'll go up and look on YouTube on how to do something. I'll be like, what? You're not going to go to a textbook? He's like, nah, I just go on YouTube. I'll show you just how to do it. And I think to myself, it's so true. They know where to get information and they see the value. It's so important to get the information before they start something. And I feel like that we as a church, we, uh, in understanding diversity, we have to look things up. We have to understand what we're doing. If we don't understand the plants that we're working with, we're not going to know how to prune. If we don't understand the diversity and the people that we're connecting with and working with, we don't understand their past, we're not going to be able to lift them up and that's draw right. them closer right. to the Lord. So that's kind of what makes me think when we talk about pruning. Mm -hmm. So the question is... Yeah, so so is it possible that what, God, what is happening today, God is going to use mm -hmm. for the future of the church? You know, I, I like, like the analogy it. of the vineyard because the vine... It yeah. continues to spread out. It doesn't just stay limited to a bush or an area, but it actually continues to go out. And it's like if you were to imagine in your mind this vineyard that started in Jerusalem, you know, mm. in the upper room, and then that's you see good. these branches going all yeah. over yeah, the world, good. right? Mm -hmm. And um, and so there may be a, scene, a season of pruning that we're going through because God is changing mm -hmm. how we're going to do church, Absolutely. how we're going to minister and to one another, better. What, what it's going to look like. Um, what if what if this pruning is, is taking out those props from under us that mm -hmm. so we now rely on the source, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, um, that we're looking to Him? Um, what if we can discard so many things that have consumed our energy, you know, and our focus and our money and our time and attention? You know, what if God is just simplifying these things so we can look at the things that are most important? And I think COVID, this COVID era time, has really allowed us time to really think about mm -hmm. where am I? Where am I going? Where are we going? Right? Mm -hmm. And so I think it's been good in so many ways to be able to use this time to grow and, and understand. Um, you know, also the concentration of believers. You know, back uh, before it was, let's all get together on Sunday. 
And that was the primary focus. Well, now it's very difficult to do that. And so we've had to be very creative mm-hmm. in how we get together. So now Zoom is working like crazy and all these different you know, apps out there, you know, people t- seeing each other, talking to each other. Uh, church mm-hmm. services are on, you know, a lot of times they're on Zoom-like kind of apps, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Right now we're on Facebook Live. And so, um, so we're going to be on, I'll have it on YouTube, you know. So it's like we're just mm-hmm. opening up different venues of how to convey a message that is important to get out to this world. And so this whole dynamic of what's happened with COVID has really opened up a lot of possibilities for us as a church. And I think just what you said is very important, hon, when you were talking about the information of this next generation. You know, we are transitioning away from the industrial age. Mm-hmm. The industrial age was, you know, you, you build a plant, you know, funny to call it a plant. You build a plant so you can build a product, right? Mm-hmm. But you can make a thousand or a million of them, yeah. right? And you just pump them out. And that's kind of how the church was functioning, kind of like a plant, right? It just, you bring a bunch of people, you put a bunch of things together and boom, and you just send them out. Mm -hmm. But now we're entering into a whole new era, which is called the information age. This is the age where people have their cell phones, the age where people, you know, if you say something, they're going to look it up, you know? Um, If they want to hear or know about something, they just look it up. And so uh, is it as necessary for them to feel like they have to be gathering someplace you know, every single Sunday. It's not as necessary for them, for that generation. And so how do we adjust to that? What do we do to be able to impact and show them and help them understand the value of still coming together? But does it have to be in that setting? Can it be different? Can it be Mm -hmm. at a Starbucks where you're sitting with your phone? Can it be, you know, at home like we are right now conveying a message to you, you know, and you're at your home or wherever you happen to be watching this. Um, This has opened up a, a whole avenue of opportunities and possibilities of how Mm -hmm. Christianity can continue its vines Mm -hmm. and grow its vines and be able to reach the whole world. Of course, it's important to reach the young kids. Mm -hmm. And so we have to be more creative and be uh, understanding of what we're walking into and be able to put ourselves there. And so, so the key of the pruning back is to yield a greater harvest. And, and I think that the greatest harvest, um, that God is looking for is the fruit of the Spirit. Yeah. Harvest in our hearts Mm -hmm. first. Harvest in our families. Harvest in our communities, our church families. Right. Yeah, just the real uh, blossoming, the real pruning back to become really connected to the vine so that Mm -hmm. He lives through us in such a powerful way. So the fruits, the Holy Spirit is manifested in our lives. It's true. The greater harvest. Yeah, I think no he's. I think he's it. taking us back to like, back to what was. You know, uh, when it first started, mm. it was all about him. It was all about what he did. Mm. He 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 wrote, He died for us for our sins, and he rose from the dead. And that's what excited the whole, you know, group of people to go out and tell the world, hey, there's this incredible message here that you need to hear, that you can be forgiven all that you've ever done, and that. Um, you know, that God has taken care of that through his mm-hmm. son, Jesus. And then he showed us that it was possible because he rose from the dead. Mm-hmm. And guess what? We're not going to die. Maybe this will, mm-hmm. but we are not. Mm-hmm. Our spirit lives forever. Mm-hmm. And I think that was such a beautiful message. It was so exciting for people to go out and share that so that that vine was just growing all over, man. It went over Europe, down to Africa. It went all over the place. And, and, so, and it continues to this day. It's in South America. It's all over the world. But there are still some people group, groups that have yet to hear the message. And so that's why it's important that we send people out there. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, um, you know, the ultimate fruit that God is looking for is the fruit of the Holy Spirit within us. And I'm going to read to you here. 
Um, but the fruits produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love in all its varied expressions, joy that overflows, mm. peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart, and strength of spirit. And those are the things that God is doing in us. Wow. That's from what version? I like it. Um, that's in the uh, Passion. That's good. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Let's pray. Yeah. So um, so it is our prayer that that um, that you will understand this season that we're in and that you will allow the pruning, whatever pruning God may be bringing into your life, uh, whatever he's revealing, uh, that you just allow God to do what he does best mm-hmm. and, that, uh, and that you embrace all that he's going to do because he's going to bear greater fruit in mm-hmm. your life. It is his desire to have you discover mm-hmm. who you really are, more of who you are in him, mm-hmm. and that uh, God would use you in a beautiful and powerful way all over this hurting world. This world needs to know uh, that God loves them and that he has created this incredibly diverse uh, species called humanity. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he would have us come together and work together and create mm-hmm. this beautiful garden that reflects his beauty. Mm-hmm. Amen? Let's pray. Yeah. Hey, just don't don't be afraid to share this. Mm-hmm. Share it. Send it to someone who you know that maybe feels like they're going through a season of pruning or um, they just need the encouragement to know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you're down, you get lifted up. It doesn't always feel good. It doesn't feel like you're getting lifted up, but it's a part of that pruning. So you could be kind of that encouragement. You can be that tool that the Lord would use to help prune someone to see and get their attention back on the Lord. You just never know. So, yeah, let's pray. Amen. Father, thank you, Lord, for um, the things that you are revealing to us, not only as leaders, but as people, Lord God, throughout this land and throughout this world. And I pray, God, that um, you would continue to open our eyes to see what it is that you've done in each one of us. And God, that we truly would bear greater fruit, more fruit, Lord, that uh, the fruit of your spirit, Lord God, that uh, it would change this world. And so, Father, we thank you and we trust you, Father, for what you're doing. Help us to be creative. Help us, Lord God, to be like that vine that reaches out to the other plants and just seeks uh, others, Lord God. And so we pray, God, that you would just unite unite us together in your love and that you would have your way. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. See you next week. Love you guys.